Welcome, Pathfinders, to episode six. Episode. 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 Try again. Now the Germans are like applesauce. Applesauce. Well, let's subscribe to the Applesauce podcast. Applesauce actually sounds really good. Applesauce is amazing. Welcome, Pathfinders, to episode six of the Find the Path podcast. I am once again your game master, Rick Sandage. I am joined with my assorted players. I think we stopped doing the introduction thing because I think most of you guys know who you are. But uh, you get an introduction. But I get an introduction every time because it's kind of how I start things. And we're going to be continuing on with the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. When last we left our heroes, they had retreated with their tails between their legs. Was that the... Hey... <laughs> it was it was a tail between legs. I mean, my, my tail may have break. been between my legs, but that's <laughs> well, just totally not we were, cat. we were out of healing. We took and Sudi had break. almost yeah. died in a sarcophagus. Respectable break. Uh, I guess yes. on the plus side, you know, he's already mostly buried at that point. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I would have left him there. Yeah. I'm just saying. So no, yes, our party had retreated back from the tomb of Akintepi. Returning back to the town to uh, sell off all of their legally gotten loot. Yeah. Buy some new gear, which I think mostly came in the form of a little bit of healing for the party. Say, I think we picked up a wand, yes? No. We made a good deal and got a fancy Oh, no, we push. bought potions. That's right. And spent the evening at the Tooth and Hookah, uh, enjoying the fine, friendly comradeship of uh, some of the other, well, honestly, competition, but you're going to all different tombs so it's not really competition I was gonna say, there's so no apparently competition. other people are getting jumped yeah although some other people have apparently been jumped yes we'll keep an eye out yes and we up. made friends with mir and the halfling and his dogs yep and I'm still sadly not, i'm still not okay with this a smaller number of dogs than he we previously had and then what falto was the weirdo yes. that was hitting on you on you falto. <laughs> yeah. yep and we uh, <clears throat> may have fed him a few white lies yeah a few but, uh, <laughs> We're doing psyops here at the uh, Pathfinder table. And so the party had then decided that they were going to gather together the next day, and we will start things off there. Mm -hmm. A little music going. So we heal up yeah. equal to our level and all that. Equal to your level. And we did level up. We are level two now. Maybe we will not be as squishy. Be One less could squishy. hope. I mean, I did get a, a couple more dream. hit points. Uh, a couple more is better than uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, and make sure all of those of you who are uh, staying at the Tooth and Hookah also pay your price for your room and board. Which is... It's a gold piece per person. That's expensive. Well, I mean, it's both did... room and food. So. I was going to say, also, we did just make like anywhere from 800 to 1,200 gold per person. So we, we I'm did rich. pretty good for what amounted to, what, like an hour and a half's worth of... He's marching there. It's like, give me your best flea-ridden mat. Because <laughs> you guys still haven't sprung for like the nice rooms. Yep. No, we had still... to rent the suite, remember? Because that's all they had left. No, they said other rooms because no, you guys didn't a, rent the you didn't rent the suite because Sudi had to sleep over the uh, kennels. Oh, that's right. So <laughs> he basically sleeps the whole night with like dogs barking up at him from it's outside of the okay. window. There's less dogs barking. There are sadly fewer dogs barking now. It's so uh, sad, but we did help the him out by finding him a trainer or a breeder of dogs so he can get some new dogs. Mm -hmm. That is true. I don't remember buying uh, anything. <laughs> I think it might have just been holding on to your money. Yeah, I, I only like, have 325 written down, though. Mm -hmm. That's We didn't get that much. I didn't think we got that much. I, thought, not, I don't know. I've got so many numbers written down. I don't know. I no. thought that was a different game. Oh, no, no, no. That's because I we're, we didn't end up selling the Scarab Shield. Yeah, because I yeah. would have had to have been so far in debt to keep it. So yeah, we're selling yeah, it yeah. with the next batch, I believe. Yeah, just kind of hurt a lot of people. 
So yeah, okay. we're not nearly as rich. I apologize, audience, for my poor bookkeeping. He's bad at math. That's not Kill true. Kill him! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Lock and Teppy's working on it. Yes. <laughs> Bury him in the crypt. It's already but trapped. I'm so cute. I'm the cutest member of the party, easily. What's this, your charisma? A 10. That is a lie. I get cat full bonuses. There's <laughs> a scruffy, gangly, gangly looking cat. <laughs> I have a 16. Okay, so he's the cutest He's the cutest one because he's very kawaii over here with his gold skin. Yeah. And then she and I are just kind of like, On yours, played by Rami Malek. <laughs> yes, that is what we have decided. Really, yeah. I guess I can literally be cast by anybody because I'm probably CG. You or are Andy Circus. <laughs> Okay, thanks for stealing my joke. I was going to say, so I might as well just be Andy Serkis. Yes, that's amazing. So Although, Rami Malek, if you're hearing this, you are now on Eurus. Yes. And Andy Serkis, if you are listening to this, you get to be you a are cat, cat folk. And Andy Serkis, if you're listening to this, man, we made it. Like, I think we really made it if Andy right. Serkis is listening to this. Oh my gosh, us. right? Looks they like need to create a new Oscar category just for him. Yes, the Circus Awards. There you go. Oh. All right. All right, so... The following morning, everyone sans Segura would wake up in the tooth and hookah, gather themselves together, and pack up your gear and get ready to go and march out. You could all have your breakfast there, as that's also included as part of, uh, you know, you get your continental English breakfast as part of your... Uh, At an Osirian Inn. Uh, I, I, like, I like that it's like, it's been bought off by like the Hilton, and so now it's, the, it's got the Hilton logo on it and like the continental breakfast and everybody's just looking around like, the heck is this? Except for the foreigners that are chowing down. Yeah, they've got one of those presses that makes waffles, but in the shape of Osirian. <laughs> uh, it, it, like, it makes it in the like the symbol of uh, the, like the ruby prints on the coins. Yeah, like, see that Texas humor there for you. Yeah. Texas humor. We, we do like our waffles in the shape of. I don't think I have ever had a waffle in the shape of Texas. I have a so waffle maker in, in the shape of Texas. In, in case for our listeners who are not from Texas, if you stay at hotels in Texas, they have Texas shaped waffle makers, and it only works in states like Texas because if you go to Colorado, it's a freaking square. <laughs> You can also buy uh, Death Star waffle makers. See, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that, that yeah, seems so like a I wonder if there's a D20 waffle maker. Yes, I think there is. There's got to be. a D20 waffle maker. It doesn't work Apparently. super well for It is a nice shape. It would probably work pretty well for Montana. Not as much for, like, Colorado. Montana? Montana's really just rectangular. It's got a squiggly bit. It's got, a, it's got, a, it's got like, a face coming off like of the side of it. Louisiana could do it. Louisiana could do it. Florida. Florida. California. Like, the, we- the weird oh, oh, shape. Michigan with the little mittens. Anyway, so you guys would wake up, make your way downstairs, eat your continental breakfast, get your big thing of orange juice, and I suppose make your way out. Yes, we were supposed uh, to. Falta would be happy to sit with all of you and carry on conversations about his expectations for the day and how great things are going to go and how his party is definitely not going to stab him in the back. Have I seen the cleric? Does she actually have a holy symbol of Serenre? Uh, she actually does have a holy symbol of Serenre. Okay. So Do maybe we see he... a second holy symbol of, like, Ergothoa or something, <laughs> like, right underneath it? Like, is she, is she packing two holy symbols? No, she, she appears to, uh, you're going to guess she's probably Kadiran, although that might quite possibly could be she's a native of Osiriani of Kadiran descent, Yeah. considering how long common. that Kadira occupied this nation. It's pretty common. All right, well... Regardless, though, you would all pack up. Marin has also recruited a couple of new dogs, and he seems to be pretty eager to go out there. Please tell me he's going out with somebody besides just the dogs, because those he has are not... He has yeah, his family with him, remember? Yeah, oh, there, are, right there are other halflings. Okay, yeah. that's right. But the halfling optimism kicks in. He's like, this time, all these dogs are going to make it. Oh, God, buddy. Oh, he's taking untrained <laughs> dogs in there with him? They're oh. trained. Well, no, they're all trained like guard dogs. It's just... Oh, I thought I thought like he went like to the breeder and was like, "Hey, I need some new dogs." He's got like little puppies. puppies. He's got some little puppies. He's like, "All right, guys, combat." 
That'd be the worst thing ever. Trial by fire. I but was, you would all uh, make your way off. We're supposed to meet Segura out just outside the necropolis, I yes. believe. So we yes. make our way over there. Yeah, and Segura, you would wake up in the morning uh, on your, I believe you sleep on a couch in the front office of the Temple of Bestet. Ah, uh, my couch. It's got a little indentation in the shape of your body. Probably. A lot of people's bodies. <laughs> uh, Rima, the old woman who lives at the temple and takes care of most of the girls here, would have woken you up to the smell of fresh baked pancakes, which apparently is an Osirian thing, although it is nothing like our pancakes, but I'm going to guess that they're good. <laughs> It's the sprinkling of sand that gets in everything that yeah. makes them Osiris. Right, it's just Anakin, sand cakes. Sagira is definitely going to go have some pancakes. Uh, you've been demoted from Andy Circus to Hayden Christensen. <laughs> no! In less than five minutes. Good oh, job, no, Jordan. guys. I'm... But from my point of view, the mummies are bad. <laughs> I thought that was everybody's view. Uh, no. I am the villain in the story. Not the mummies. I mean, I assume the mummies are the heroes in their own story. They're just killing people, breaking into their tomb. So, I mean, what do you I mean, want? I guess. But Kepri and the other girls would sit down with you for uh, breakfast and happily hear all of your stories about, you know, the dramatic battles and nearly drowning and... I don't really tell them about nearly drowning. Oh, okay. You let um, Sudi be a hero in your stories? No. Uh, is his girlfriend there? Yes. Uh, then yeah, sure. <laughs> Sudi has a girlfriend? Kinda. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, he does. Girlfriend with air quotes. I mean... Oh, no. I don't know. Not air quotes. I don't interfere in their personal business. (laughs) Sagira likes to keep things cool. There's a reason he carries so much rope. Anyway. (laughs) Fifty Shades of Black Cat Folk. Apparently, Kantar, it translates to gray. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the silk rope, so it chafes like crazy. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> I could, I could only inform hemp ropes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, the rope's used on him. Um, is there, are there any wow. pancakes left at the end? You know what? Here. This, this is Pathfinder. Let's do some fun. There are two pancakes remaining. I will take them and thank Rama for her delicious pancakes. Yeah, she would just kind of smile. She's kind of going cataracts at this point, so just kind of smile and pat you, you know, warmly on the cheek. Wish you all the best. Uh, all the ladies would give you the blessings of best before you make your way out. Wonderful. I will bring my pancakes. Are we going me. with best or bestet? Bestet. 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 But, so the blessings of bestet before you make your way out. I suppose kissing the uh, the goddess statue. I mean, it's just a onyx statuette of a cat with gold eyeliner. Is it like kissing? Or is it like you pat it on the head and give it scritches? <laughs> <laughs> Belly rub. It's bestet. I imagine, I imagine a, you know, a nice kiss on the forehead for luck. Then yes, this is fine. It is the statuette that led you to the temple, so mm. it's just right there in the inside of the door. It's wonderful. So you would make your way through the city streets, all of you arriving at the gates of the Necropolis approximately at the same time. Some of the other adventuring groups had gone out before dawn and had been waiting at the gates to make their way off. Again, it's not really a race, but some people still seem to think that there's a very competitive air to this. Now all of you are probably somewhat more suspicious of, oh, they're marching off and making traps. Hat lady here. The uh, scorched hand would have set off early in the morning. They're actually number four. You guys have had the opportunity of speaking with Belriana Hypaxis, mm-hmm. who is the group's leader, and you believe some sort of spellcaster, a wizard, yes. most likely. I have to look out for a sign, an eye. Yeah, she wants to, they're something. looking for some, some holy sites in Nethys. Yeah. Something called the uh, Arudite Eye. eye. Yes. 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 Good for you. There is also an additional, you're going to guess, soldier with them. A uh, half-elven woman that does not appear to be a local, as well as two locals. Uh, they seem to be native Osirianis. 
One of them is obviously a cleric of Nethus. The other also looks to be dressed like a spellcaster, so you're not sure if they're going double spellcasters or... Mm. I mean, they are followers of Nethus, it seems, so... That makes sense. Lots of spellcasting. I will uh, take out my two pancakes and pair them in half. Pancakes. On yours would take a piece. Yeah, I'll take a piece. Are those Vima pancakes? Yes. He grabs one immediately and stuffs it in his face. Mm. I'm gonna eat the other piece myself. Who's Rima? Oh, she uh, she takes care of the temple where I stay. You stay at a temple. I do. It's lovely. The temple of Bastet. Um, Nearest would nod. I'm assuming I would know what that is. It's a temple of the old gods. You can make a knowledge religion if you so wish. Anyone in the party actually may make a knowledge religion pertaining towards the old gods. Oh, I have ranks in that now. I get a 20. Or on yours gets a 20. <laughs> I have ranks in that and roll a 4. So know. I get an 8. I'm not sure I even know. I don't know why I'm making this roll. You're like, I have no idea who this goddess is. <laughs> I mean, you obviously know yeah. who your own god is. <laughs> I've been dating this girl, but I have no idea what her religion is. You know of Bastet as far as that's the deity that the ladies at the temple follow. And also, apparently, they have sacred prostitutes as part of their business. What did on yours get? A 20. A 20? Yes, Bastet is the sly enchantress. She is the uh, chaotic neutral goddess of cats, pleasure, and secrets. Pretty much describes all cats. And pretty much describes Sakira. <laughs> yes, and naps. Her uh, domains include animal chaos, charm, protection, trickery, and subdomains of deception, defense, fur. Here's Lust. this fur subdomain. Oh, it's Hold baller. Up. You get to go real fast sometimes, and also you get an animal. Huh. Yeah. Lust, protean, and thievery. Which of these is not like the other? Protean. Why protean? Uh, is that chaos or something like that? Yeah, it is part of the chaos oh, okay. domain. Okay. I was like, so. I, that makes sense. I haven't heard that word in like many, many a year. Many a decade. Her symbol, which I don't think you've actually shown anyone any of your like holy symbols or markings or anything. I think it's just a cat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a golden cat. Yeah. Fancy. It's on the inside of my arm, so probably not. Unless you've been like flexing biceps or. Look at these good. No. I'm not a Flotus. What is his name? Fla Falto? Falto, oh. yes. Yeah. Flotus. <laughs> Michelle Obama. I am not Michelle Obama. I guess I'm living in the past. Whatever. It's yeah. <laughs> so you all would gather together, uh, I suppose, eat your pancakes before setting off, making your way under the shadowed reach of the archway, making its way into the necropolis itself. Passing underneath the gaze of Phrasma's needle, the large obelisk, reminding everyone that this place is protected by the temple, and passing in to the necropolis as the sounds of the city would fade away behind you, and you would make your way winding off into the necropolis proper. Again, you would have to walk for a good while to make your way back, uh, winding your way through the city streets. Finding some things have changed since last you were here. You can see that a number of doors that were closed when previously you came through now stand open. You're going to guess having been assigned to other explorers. Beyond that, you would also see the occasional worrying sign, just in the fact that every once in a while you pass by and there's day-old blood hmm. uh, splattered on stone steps here and there from the less out. likely. Keep an eye out. Uh, very distantly, you'd hear a sound of dog, dog barking. Uh-oh. It doesn't seem to be like an alarm so much. It's just angry dog barks, and then it seems to fade away as if possibly one of the local dogs or even maybe one of Marin's dogs got loose and is now running through the necropolis somewhere. Okay. Far overhead, you would see a falcon turning in slow gears, uh, staring down at all of you as you make your way through the city streets. Hey, that's a good sign for me. You're like, hey, I know that falcon. <laughs> I, know every, I know every falcon. <laughs> I know every falcon. Eventually, though, you would arrive at the tomb of Akintepi as you had left it. I believe you'd close the doors mm -hmm. behind you yes. as best you could, yes, although it's did. difficult uh, to with the sand. Like, circle yeah. stone in front of the door. 
Yeah. Right, so we have to push that out of the way again. Yep. A fair number of ants has already uh, arrived to take care of the, the uh, scorpion that you left on the front steps. Oh, there you go. Carting it away one tiny bit at a time. So I suppose you would all make your way back in. If you take the time to take 20, you can roll it back out of your way. Okay. So it would take a couple of minutes. Looking I think you took the rope with you also. We so did. You tie off the rope, clamber back down, nod to the skeletal remains down there, who still sits off to one side from his sadly tragic death some hundred years ago. Ooh. Where are you headed? Well, we came to the, plate of the room where it split in two directions, and down the one way was the false tomb. We want to go not that direction. Yeah, oh, yeah, so I guess we're going way. the other way that's available. Let's so hope it's not also not a false way. tomb. You would make your way down the long trapped hallway as you've already disabled the traps with all of its assorted needles. Past the large room with the tapestry before making your way through the room with the large mirror. Descending yeah. back down the steps uh, yeah. where you fought the... <laughs> Keep uh, our blinders on. Yeah. Descending down these steps where you fought the... Uh, sandling? The sandling. sandling. Yes, the sandling. Before eventually arriving down in the, the Hall of Souls Crossing where the tapestry would hang on its frame against the far wall of the chamber, depicting the otherworldly vistas where the souls of the dead, shepherded by strange beings, enter an ethereal river. This is the one that has the large spiraled symbol of Phrasma across the floor. Ah, oh, that's right. And you guys had gone right from there, which would have been north, and now you're going to continue to make your way across, which would be west. Yes. That's the only other way, correct? That is the only other way to continue going. Definitely You've explored every other door. To the west. Alrighty. Yay. Approaching the door. I will check it for traps. You'll check it for traps. You may roll a perception or take 10, whichever you prefer. Uh, 17. 17. Wait, I'm checking for traps. So that is a 18. Pretty sure it's not trapped. You're made a little bit more paranoid as almost every other room you've been to here has been trapped. But I'm gonna trust you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, You're not the one that walked up and touched that sarcophagus. Sagira's gonna open the door. Sagira placing a hand, pulling out your brand new nice awesome. plus one Kopesh. I would also draw my Kopesh. Pushing open the door, the door would open up into a small chamber, itself only maybe some 10 to 15 feet in overall length, although the wall curves in, so effectively it goes from about, say, 10 to 12 feet wide where you're standing now, to uh, tapering to about 5 feet wide at the far end and reaching a set of steps descending hmm. down. Alright. As you begin to approach the top of the steps, as I assume you would. The stairs make their way down and forward for a distance of maybe some 15 feet or so as your light washes down and across it before ending abruptly at a rock wall. It looks like this area is only half finished. Hmm. It's not even really as polished. The stairs still seem to be in a work in progress mm -hmm. and haven't been properly leveled. It huh. looks like someone more or less half completed this and then gonna... stopped. Didn't we find information that like there's supposed to be part of a tomb for his mistress and they never finished it uh, or something? Yeah, that, that yeah, is correct. That, so this might be it. Um, yeah, uh, there are two large boulders down there, but I will allow the party to make a perception roll. Yeah, that's what I wanted Everybody? to Everybody? Everybody. There's danger. Um, 18 for Sagira. Uh, 16 for Sudi. 12. 11 for Onyurus. Let's get some... Oh man, you guys are terrible. Not you guys. <laughs> I was going to say us or the monsters. <laughs> I was like, I, I hope that's not us. But I suppose you'd kind of get to the top of the steps, glance down. On yours, would kind of look down and go, hmm, this, you know, this makes sense. There's, there was a mistress he planned on eventually maybe even marrying since his family had already died. He would have prepared another tomb. But since he died probably before her, if he hadn't made any further plans, then she would have never received her tomb. Mm -hmm. So this section would have started to expand and then suddenly stopped. You kind of have a second to bring all of this up to the group before all of you would notice a light source that isn't yours. Uh, what? 
like emanating from down at the bottom of the steps. A person holding a light? Both of the boulders that you would see, which would have seemed almost too smooth to begin with, would shift in turn. They're not boulders. <laughs> Two antennae would raise up out of no. this, God. gleaming with light, which would glow and cast a pale, you'd almost say green, illuminescence over the surrounding walls, reflecting off of their shining carpuses as the two massive beetles would begin making their way, skittering up the steps towards all of you. Are they, call, are they called, like, lantern beetles? You're probably thinking of fire beetles. I'm actually kind of thinking um, of those angler fish. Oh, the angler, yeah. There's a, uh, viewers at home can't see it, but there's actually a cool picture of them. Oh, that's neat. Oh, man, those cool. are cool. Oh, nice little bean beetles. And we're going to need initiative from the party so as we roll into the, some combat. Oh, crapola. <laughs> I use my nice That's 20 what I on love initiative. to hear. <laughs> oh well, no. Remember. It's That's good. Not what you, you just, you, I just <laughs> if I'm gonna have a one nat twenty in a game situation. <laughs> oh, crap, I just killed it on this initiative roll. <laughs> Everyone knows that initiatives and natural twenties are a finite resource. <laughs> they are. Cue up some battle music here. Alright, let's get some initiatives down from the party. I should probably already just put Segura up at the top, but I got a 22. Sagira gets a 22. So from Sagira with her 22, we cut over to Sudi. As uh, with a 17. Citra? 18. One-upping Sudi. On yours? 11. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we almost had it. The whole party is ready. I only have a one initiative modifier. Okay. I have a two. I have a four. All right, Good and my texture. beetles. Just gonna put them right in here. So the beetles are apparently horrible at stealth, probably because their heads friggin' glow. <laughs> uh, and as such, there's no surprise attack around Sigiria, first initiative. Oh, yeah. So the party's in the small room, they're standing at the top of the steps, the beetles are down the stairs. Sigiria's up taking point, so technically it's a 10 foot ahead for you to reach that first beetle. You may make a knowledge of nature if you have it, I by the way. <laughs> Eight. Eight? You, you, you think, think it's a bug. <laughs> it's a bug, guys. You're not entirely positive on that part either, but you think maybe. I believe these This could be bugs. I don't really want to get in there by myself, necessarily. But, oh well. I will. I'm going to move forward to engage the first beetle. And then I'm going to slash at the beetle. With my kopesh. I will get a... 21. 21 will definitely hit the beetle as you charge down, hefting your magical blade. Yeah. Um, I will do s 11 points of damage. It would explode under the impact of your blade as you Ow. would skits and carapace and bits flying in every which direction. Bugs. I'm an exterminator. It continues glowing. That might be useful. Do we have a use for this glowing <laughs> You stop in the middle of combat, you're shaking the gore off. It's like, hey guys. <laughs> Look what I found. They found a light source. Apparently they're having a rave down here. Uh, Citra. <laughs> um, I'm debating whether I even want to get in your way. Do you have a ranged weapon? I mean, uh, I don't think so. Can you yeah. throw the kukri? It's not balanced for throwing, but I will point out since uh, they have not gone yet still, you would still get your sneak attack. All right. Well, I'll flippy floppy over there. <laughs> there we go. Citra goes charging I'm forward. I'm sure I do like some sort of like jump off the wall. To get you do like some Prince of Persia like maneuver. I'm way cooler than Prince of Persia. <laughs> Gritting your teeth as there's the crunch crunch sound of bug underneath your feet as you clamber over the now deceased bug. All right, let's see if I can get it. Attack his wife. 
<laughs> the poor bugs are just orders. trying to start a little family. Why are you going to uh, make us feel bad about killing bugs? No yeah. reason. 14? A 14. 14 is going to not hit. Yeah. Ah. Glancing off its hardened carapace. And now you're going to take the beetle attack. Yep, yeah. yep. Sudi. Uh, well, it's looking a little crowded. Lasso it, Sudi. <laughs> With all of your rope. <laughs> he doesn't have that much on him anymore because we left it. Yeah, I was like, I don't have any rope on me because we, we used it to descend down in the. Uh, oh no, the tower. source of all your power. <laughs> well, that might explain how this next roll goes. Uh, all right, I'm going to pull one of my daggers and I'm going to throw it at this beetle. All right, uh, you're gonna have to move to the top of the stairs yep. to throw it, so you so can draw that dagger up. as part of your move action. Yeah, boy. Now that um, you have a base attack of one. I have a base attack of two. He's unchained. Oh, that's right. You're chained. He's an unchained monk. Glorious. He's um, not unroped, but he's unchained. (laughs) He is unroped. He's going to get some cover as you're throwing past two of your allies to toss down there. Um, Well, it's perfect 20, so... That is an automatic hit threat. I'm going to do that. Uh, Wow. Not going to confirm it with an eight. No. No, that will not work. (laughs) I thought it said the same thing. That would have been nice. So... I will throw for six points of damage. Six points of damage. You still mess up the beetle as you bury your dagger in one of its eyes. It's fighting through it, though. Didn't need that eye. I was just slowing it down. That brings us to the beetle. So, Mr. Beetle. It's about to kill you, really? It's kick me. (laughs) That's going to bite you. Um, With its giant mandibles. Uh, that's a natural one. No. <laughs> I feel really no, bad for this beetle. The beetles are just beetles trying to day. make a life. Yeah, she's just trying to make a life down here. You murder her husband, Onurus. Onurus is going to step up behind Sudi and be like, well, I got nothing. And the conga line is complete. <laughs> All right, everyone, we're in lightning bolt formation now. Now it unleashes a lightning bolt. Yeah, it's a lightning it's bug. A lightning it's a lightning bug, yes. Just a tomb full of shocker lizards. Oh, jeez. Uh, so are you doing anything on your turn? No, just I don't. Stepping? Uh, yeah, and I'm going to keep an eye behind us just in case. Do you want to ready an action to swing if something closes on you? Sure, let's do that. It's like, rah, rah, kill the beetle. Don't <laughs> worry, guys, I've got her back. And you just turn and stare around. <laughs> this obviously isn't the real encounter. Sagira. Well. I don't know if you want to delay and see if that rogue's going to get out of yeah, your way. Or... I'm going to let the rogue stab it again. All right, so Sagira goes into delaying, bringing us to Citra. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of the way. You're gonna acrobatics back up the stairs? Oh, yeah. Alright, so you're gonna need to roll an acrobatics check or take an attack of opportunity. You're gonna take a minus two penalty on your acrobatics step check because of the stairs. Uh, 22. 22. Very well, yeah. You sleepied so your way. You basically just kind of stab forward, and then, you know, as it recoils back from it, you take advantage of its one blind side now and kind of spring back and out of the way. <laughs> Slipping probably on the stairs as they're covered in bug <laughs> I'm going to re-enter, and I'm going to uh, take a five-foot step forward, and uh, I'm going to two-weapon attack it if necessary. I don't know. If necessary. I'm going to hit it with my Kopesh first, so we'll see. Going up with Kopesh. Okay. Um, that'll be an 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Seven damage. Uh, that would cause it to explode into chunks as you marvel at your insect bane, Kopesh. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just easy to kill. Oh, did somebody take Knowledge Arcana so we can know things about oh. Arcana? This is Knowledge Nature if anyone else has it. Oh, no. Uh, I don't care about no. the bug. I was no. talking about the, <laughs> it, <laughs> the shield. <laughs> we figured those out. Yeah, we figured them out last time. We paid somebody to identify the shield, and then your friend had already told you what that one was. I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't lying to me. If anyone wants to spellcraft the sword, they feasibly can. 
I um, failed, remember? I just knew it was magic. But we're second level now. Oh, yeah, we did level up after that. That's better. Where's my spellcraft? There it is. 21. Yeah, it's a plus one sword. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like that we're like, yeah, I killed it. Okay, so let me make sure this isn't insect bait. It might Because this thing seems really good against bugs. I need to know. All right, I well, I guess I'll, I'll hop back down there and continue checking for traps as we mosey along. We well, it's a dead end. Unless oh. there's a secret door or anything down there. I mean, you there. can check for that. I need experience. You do garner experience for defeating two challenge readings of one half. Needing the party 50 experience points each, 100 experience points total. You can loot their bodies if you so wish. From Is it, is it carrying gold uh, or random things like in Diablo? It, are their <laughs> eyes actually light sources? It's not their eyes, actually. They have glowing glands that like protrude off of the top of their heads. Uh, They're still glowing. Somebody might use those. I'll, I'll collect them. It's a 10-foot radius bright illumination. Yeah, it's it's like we'll those little buggies like that were in uh, uh, Pitch Black. Can I appraise yeah. them or something? Yeah, you can make an appraise check if you so wish. Uh, I'm going to get a 20 on that appraise check. With a 20, you're going to guess you probably aren't going to be able to sell these for much of anything. Hmm. As you can only imagine that the light's going to steadily fade out of them. You wonder, honestly, if you could have sold the beetles. Ah! Well, we haven't left yet. They're, well, they dead. Have been <laughs> They're dead now. They're not much use dead. It's dead, Jim. Well, I mean, you could save the carcass. No, when they're alive, they glow, and people could probably milk oh, them. Oh, yeah, 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 I got what? you. Yeah, oh, you milk it's a, a snake gland. from venom, you milk a spider from venom. It's not weird. Learn some nature. Yeah. Uh, it was it was less like milk them and everything, and more like you could have guard beetles that provide natural illumination. I, I was going to say, I was just, uh, I, I, you said that, and I was just like, but. We can't train a beetle. They don't have intelligence. I also don't think they produce milk. It's the glowing <laughs> stuff. Glowing stuff. Okay. It's a gland. It's it would reap snakes. Snakes don't produce milk either, but you do milk a snake. Yes, you do, and you like milk a spider for its venom, if it has it. Okay. Note not poison. Yeah, they knock them out, and then they give them little electric shocks, and it squeezes it out of them. Mm-hmm. The snakes, you just hold their face like this. I feel well, a little bad for the spider now. The more, I the do more. not they, feel they bad actually, for the spider. They actually say that they don't feel anything. They numb them up and everything. They give them the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty Novocaine much. for the spider. <laughs> Tiny little Novocaine gas mask. Just like, <laughs> breathe in. You just push the gas mask over the Come spider. On, not, and like not all spiders like... are bad. Come on, have you all seen spiders that video? Spiders are wonderful. They... That video Haven't is you seen Charlotte's Web? They're video. creepy, but they do good things. Lucas the spider Lucas is terrifying. Oh my god. Terrifying. Oh my god. terrifying. He's like, me. Yes, he's going around the sink. That's so, <laughs> yeah. All right. They gave a tarantula little googly eyes. It's terrifying. It's so this is a dead end, <laughs> says Sagira to her compatriots in this uh, tomb. I'm going to give it another once over with a, a 23. Are you searching for traps, secret doors? Secret door. Secret doors. Very well. It was under this beetle the whole time. Figure she's nudging it with, out of the way with her foot. <laughs> so I suppose you check kind of down towards the bottom of this, realize that this isn't even a collapse. They were actually like excavating into the bedrock down here and just stopped. Uh-huh. You kind of circle back around to the upper landing and check around until you reach the northern wall of the passage, mm-hmm. which is actually finished. Tracing your finger along the edge here, though, you do see the vague outline of a secret door. Mm-hmm. It seems to be specifically designed not to be open from this side. Hmm. It has no accessible hinges or lock mechanism. Nothing you really do other than possibly just batter it down from here. But it does mean that there has to be something on the other side of it, accessible from another direction that has a door. Do you point this out to us? Yes, of course. 
I found a secret door. Do I know anything can I, about tombs or anything? Can you roll about tombs? If you have knowledge engineering. No. No. I, as a player, have a theory. Actually, no, but... I lied. I totally have ranks. In <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. I'm pretty sure but we wait. divided all these out. Uh, no, no, I, I do know nothing. I get a three. Okay. Good job, John. So, <laughs> so yeah, Sudi goes, it's like, it's like, I know nothing about this. Oh, wait. No, I know nothing about this. <laughs> pretty much. Um... It's metagaming. We don't do that on the Should channel. Should we shove it open? Crowbar? Can, I have one of those. Can we get it open? Yeah. Honestly, the only other... Uh, feasibly, you could attempt to uh, well, to break it open. Is it trapped? Let's think about the layout of the building. Is there any way we could maneuver around the other side based on what we know of the layout? Are there any doors we haven't opened? The only thing, the only other direction you've seen going north recently that's been in this side and as far down as you are right now would be the sarcophagus chamber. But we searched that. You didn't, didn't search we? anything for secret No, we, 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 we got we out of there as soon as we We could try there. searching the sarcophagus room again. Sure. I don't want to go back there if we can avoid it. Okay. <laughs> We're going back. I could, we could just the of my almost battering death. ram this maybe. I think we'd need something stronger than a battering ram to get through this. It looks like stone. Wow. Nice stone, right? I mean, yeah, potentially you could so Apparently I'm at three check of engineering. I don't even know if it's stone. Can I make like a knowledge with my like profession curator? Because I know about ancient stuff like this. Because I have a theory, but I don't know if it's like metagaming. You're, you're a curator. You've never been in tombs. Because <laughs> I have a personal theory, but I don't know if it's metagaming. Because I don't know if my character would know this. A lot of times they built stuff like this on purpose. The workers left, sealed it with no way for us to get back in intentionally. They did that all the time in like actual ancient Egypt. Yeah, if you didn't want someone to go to your crypt, you'd probably... Yeah, they, they dropped all those stone blocks. And that's why they had to break... That's why the entrance to the Great Pyramid is called the robber's entrance. Because they've never actually been able to open the real way because of like the t- like five ton granite slabs that are blocking the real entrance. So... Theoretically, there might not be another way for us to get through here. It might literally have been sealed, but I don't know if there's any way Onuris would know that that's what they used to do. Not necessarily. Yeah, so, so you're yeah. still team. I'm gonna open this door somehow. So we can go check the other room, but I, I we'll as a player, don't I'm think that gonna there's gonna be another my way. Crowbar in the door <laughs> and see if I can make it open. Very well. Are you gonna make strength checks? Do you want to take the time to take twenty? I will take the time to take twenty and get a twenty-four. Twenty-four. You actually get a plus two bonus to this because you're crowbar. 26. 26. Very well. You basically shoved the crowbar in. Probably, I suppose all of you would, Sudi, I imagine, would probably just pace back and forth and hope that he doesn't have to go back through the waterlogged death trap room. Yes, and keep his uh, large ears on the swivel. On yours, I imagine, saying some prayers and everything. Of, yeah. you know, Hey, no disrespect, guy. We just have to break open your wall. After about four minutes of prying and shoving and at one point planting both of your feet on the wall and trying to wrench this thing free, <laughs> it it is not designed to open. I'm just imagining a nice montage of all the different ways you try to get this open. All right, guys. Uh, feasibly, you could open. start like beating your weapon up against this wall, but oh. you have no idea how long that's going to take. And this sword's brand new. I caress my co <laughs> okay, Is that precious. your precious? Yes. Oh, maybe not. So I suppose we'll go and search... The sarcophagus room. Unless anyone has a battering ram. No, I don't think a battering I don't ram is going to work on this. Well, then, yes. Unless anyone can turn this ancient relic into a battering ram. <laughs> Quick, let's go get the the, the chariot. chariot and beat down this wall. <laughs> 
The wooden chariot that would shatter against the stone, sure. All right, back to the death room. All right, back into the death chamber. Carefully. Very. Is it still watery? Getting in there is not watery. It is still damp, and there is that smell of damp sand which permeates the entirety of this room. Has anything reset? Uh, I mean, not that you can immediately tell, but you're not still entirely positive what you triggered in the first place. We avoid the platform. The, uh, the room is dark. I have a light on me. You bring in the light, which casts long shadows from the large statues of Anubis, which seem to stare down at all of you. You're going to hope impassively, but it seems judgmentally. Well, yeah, he shouldn't be it. judging us. We're not really... Um, Sagira's going to wander around the walls yeah. uh, in the area that might lead the northy. The water that did flood into this chamber does seem to have destroyed some of the pigment along the lower portion of the walls. Um, you could still feasibly make out the hieroglyphs down there since they are carved into the walls, but some of the pigment that was left over seems to have been washed away by the oh, water that so. came in. I'm going to search for secret doors. Same here. Three. So I guess perception checks, uh, what is on your doing? Are I you searching guess, also? Yeah, my perception's not great. <laughs> Sagira gets a nine. Uh, Sudi gets a 26. Good, because I got an 11. Okay, well, I don't feel so bad about on yours as 14 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sudi. Sudi's just like, I went out of here. Where's the door? My keen senses that are telling me to run are t- showing me where the secret door is. So uh, are you guys just going, like, splitting off at the door and going, one group's going clockwise, the other's counterclockwise, or all of you, like, just searching in a line behind one another as you go around, or uh, I don't know well, if we're I, that organized. Well, I think we've we've got an idea of what yeah, direction, the direction it, it would be. have to be to lead into this supposed. You believe that it should have to be on the uh, western wall? Yeah, yes. so I imagine we all start on the western wall and then just kind of make our way around. Yeah, very well. So making your way over and basically starting on the left hand side and going clockwise around the outside of the room, which How would many take traps you. Do we trigger a million? Only three. What? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh no, we should have had the rogue do this. Roll! <laughs> she is doing this. Well, I wasn't checking for traps, though. I was checking for uh, secret doors. You do, in fact, though, reach this other side and see just the vague outlines cleverly hidden in with the hieroglyphic lines. Effectively, the lines that are separating one branch of hieroglyphs from the next, from the next. Sneaky. The vague outline of what actually appear to be two doors. Something large enough that you're going to guess that they feasibly could have maybe even carried a sarcophagus deeper this way. Ooh. All right. I think I'm I found something. I'm going to search what for a mechanism. Oh, also of some interest, mm-hmm. uh, with your very high perception roll there, you'd notice that the uh, torch holder on the uh, southwestern wall as you begin making your way along seems to be able to rotate, can effectively be pulled straight down, alerting the rest of the party to this. Yes, Citra taking wisdom not to just yeah. grab it and twist. Uh, Citra taking a look at this. This is that bypass that you assumed that the tra- trap had. Effectively, you just pulled the torch sconce ah, right next to the door, uh, and it would have bypassed the trap. Lovely. But now you know. Feasibly, can pull it now. And now half the battle. Sakira pulls it. So there's so the torch sconce doesn't open the secret doors. Mm-hmm. No, although actually checking these doors, there is a release. Hey, we. I'm gonna check for traps yeah. first. Better. <laughs> 20. No, you're, you're pretty confident in this. This looks good. Was there a release? How do I open it? You push on the uh, hieroglyph of Anubis. Segura will push on the hieroglyph of Anubis. There will. There'll be a grinding sound from inside of the wall, as if some sort of stone bar has retracted. After that, it's a little bit hard to wedge your fingers in there. You're not sure if it was intended to get pops open, but the sand has simply settled in. And now it's pushing through the sand turned into sandy mud left over from where you triggered this chamber. Well, I have a crowbar. 
You don't have to break out the crowbar. It's just a little oh. bit of elbow grease. Okay. Pulling this open. Beyond this opening door, you see a very small chamber. What appears to be a chamber no more than about 10 feet deep, probably about as wide, leading to another set of doors. These much like the ones you'd seen previously, engraved with the spiral of phrasma. There are hieroglyphs on this door. It continues the warnings that you saw upstairs about grave robbers and horrible death. I'm sensing a motif here. Well, they weren't wrong. That last room almost killed you. Oh, definitely. That almost killed many people. 20 to check the traps. Looking it over, again, your paranoia seems to pay off in that there are no traps. You believe. I'm gonna open the door. Kukri, out. Or Kopesh, and Kukri, whatever, both of them, out. You're gonna have to put one of them aside. I'm putting my Kukri away. (laughs) Don't judge me, I have three hands. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) What feet did you take to get that? (laughs) She's really a typhling. She She has that prehensile tail. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yes, Kukri, away. Hand pushing door. Kopesh in the other hand. Very well. (laughs) Shoving open the door, if you so wish. Making your way forward. The hallway would continue directly ahead. Hieroglyphs, these undamaged by the water, uh, would line the surrounding walls here as you would make your way deeper, continuing to extol the virtues of Akintepi. These would mine their way forward, making their way further past than what you actually think the secret passage would have. You're going to assume it would have led somewhere in this area, but you have no idea. Before reaching a set of steps, descending down, making their way further to the north. At the bottom of these steps, even from the top, they seem to make their way descending down another some odd 20 feet, bringing you buried deep beneath the earth at this point. You can feel the weight of stone just kind of crushing down on you from above, as your light would paint down across a set of double doors set at the bottom of these stairs. I'm going to check this area for secret doors. Yes. Very well. I would like to but do the. Is there anything on the doors at the bottom of the stairs? The doors at the bottom of the stairs... I don't see anything. I don't either. Eh, I got a 19. I don't know if I see anything. If there's a secret door up here, you're not seeing it. Uh, Uh, The doors at the bottom of the stairs still bear the mark of phrasma. I would like to check those doors for traps. Very well. You may make a perception roll for that as well. Checking all the traps. 19. Yeah, you think it's good. Okay. So you're just going to push those doors open. Well, let... uh... On yours, finish looking. Or were you still... It's just, if it's just the holy symbol of Phrasma, then there's nothing new to read. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. You can say a quick prayer to uh, Phrasma if Sudi so wishes, but... Yeah, yeah. offer words to Anubis yeah. of the Cover please don't bases. smite us. <laughs> Cover all your bases. Rotate through your holy symbols and grab the door. I only pray to Bestet, but then I grab the door. Okay, Bestet, keep me safe. Also, Anubis, you're pretty cool. For a dog. <laughs> Phrasma, I'll see you eventually. Not I didn't today. pray to anyone but best that, guys. Opening the door, this room holds several neatly arrayed chests, boxes, and urns. Hmm. Dusts of centuries covers every surface. The only exit is the one that you came in from. All right, well, I will check, check everything one for traps. For traps. Oh, that's very good. Uh, 26. Checking over the room, looking about... You don't see any sign of traps as you're checking over the floor and looking around the room. It looks to be clear. There are numerous crates and chests in here. Alright, let's just start with the closest crate, and you'll check for traps and I'll open it. Okay, checking for traps first. Checking them over for traps. 27. 27. You don't believe any of these are trapped. In fact, none of them even appear to be locked. I'm going to open the first one. This box contains an assortment of once fine clothing. But they're all, like... It's now old and ratty. Okay, next one. Opening the next one, sealed jars of food. Oh, next one. 
going through, you would find other assorted items of what appear to be seemingly no value. All these look to be things like jars of wine that is now spoiled, food that has gone bad from its ancient, decrepit age. Uh, anyone that wishes to make me an old religion may do I so. I also allow an old local. I will use local because it's higher. I get an 18. I get a 5. I get a 13 on local. I get a 24 on religion. Uh, with your 18 and your 24, both of you just kind of confer. This does make a lot of sense. In keeping with the Assyrian cultural belief that his soul would have had access to any of these any items provided here, he could have taken these into the boneyard while he awaited his final judgment so that he could live in the boneyard in comfort until he was judged by Phorasma. Uh, so, so basically you get to like every all, everybody else has just got like nothing and they're just kind of standing in line and then there's this one guy who's off to the side who's just he's, like, like a, he's on a pagoda provided for yeah, by all of his servants like drinking wine having some cheese he got to bring his two cats with them yes. i mean he's just <laughs> hanging out man if only that worked that'd be uh, kind of cool but like, i guess yeah, I we should check for more secret doors mm-hmm. although searching through here anyone that wishes though you do actually find some things in here that are uh, salvageable items of value hey okay. First off, you find uh, two vials, although you have no idea what's in these. Yep, nope, don't have any idea, so I'm just going to write down oh, two vials. Somebody um, detect magic. magic. Is it magic? Glancing over the vials, they in fact are magical. Da, 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 21. With a 21, there are two vials of silver sheen. Oh. Oh. Uh, cracking them open, they look like liquid silver, a little bit like mercury or unicorn blood. Cool. I'll take one. Oh, take God. One. Unicorn blood. Um, Alright, Voldemort. The rogue and I are each going to take one. You also find a masterwork longbow. Nice. Masterwork longbow. Nice. This also needs to be reshrunk. I like my short bow. What if you had to have combat in the afterlife? Hey, are you proficient with longbow? Well, when they put it down here, it would have had a string. Yep. Mm. Ten cold iron arrows, I guess in case some demons attacked I you while you're waiting <laughs> for the judge. I'm taking are uh, rogues proficient with longbows? No. You're proficient with the short bow, but not the longbow. A uh, golden scarab clasp. Anyone that wishes to make an appraise check may. I will appraise it. I will get a 12. I get an 18. Uh, With a 12, you're not sure. With an 18, you think it's probably worth about 50 gold. Okay. There is an onyx and silver holy symbol of Phrasma. Too bad. No one follows her. Uh, speak does. for yourself. I do. Oh. <laughs> who's, who's your god again? I was like, that is cool. I'm putting that oh, that's on. That's right. <laughs> do you not like remember the opening scene actually... with him dramatically walking down to the temple and going, well, I guess I'm here now. With all my rope. <laughs> with all your rope. <laughs> I guess. Sagira wasn't there when that happened. Uh, you may also make an appraise check on this. I will. I will get a 17. I will get a 19. I know exactly how much this is yep. worth. You guys are thinking this is probably right around 100 gold. That's fancy. All right. So I've got a bling and holy symbol. There's a silver hand mirror. Hmm. I'm just going to give this one to you. It's worth about 35 gold pieces. Since you managed to identify this one earlier, there's another uh, wax-sealed clay urn of nard worth 75 gold here. Nard. I just think of Pinky the Brain. Me too. Nard. Nard. And other than that, this appears to be a dead end. Let's search for rooms. Or doors, not rooms. Well, technically both. (sighs) With a 14, Sagira probably sees nothing. 17. I doubt I see much either. With my 26, apparently, man, perception is On yours, it's an 18. Very well. So you guys would kind of circle around, check high and low as you begin making your way through the chamber. I suppose some faith being put in the uh, the rogue and the cat folk who seem to have the keenest eyes in the party. I'm so scared from nearly dying yesterday. <laughs> my cat senses are tingling. And you're like twice your normal size. Every hair is just standing on end. You're You're doing that weird cat thing where they walk sideways at everything. (laughs) (laughs) Giving it the side eye. 
I'm coming after you. Thriller? You're thrillering around? <laughs> I don't yep. know if that would Thriller. actually make Sudi look bigger. Like, the purpose of that. I think Sudi would still be, look bigger if he was walking straight at Well, that's why your your hair stands on end. Like, humans' hair yeah, stand on end like when this, you're scared. Like it's, down. you know. Yeah. It's a natural reflex. You do, though, find another secret door. This one on the right side of the room, this one is difficult to see. They're not hieroglyphs, and honestly, it's just made to look like this is just an unordained, or unordained, unordained. Yes. I'm afraid this door cannot marry you, Sudi. <laughs> Try though you may. I think I'm okay with this. Fair enough. No we're going to get married down here in this horrible place full of bugs. It's so romantic. At least they glow. We'll have natural lighting. <laughs> we still have those weird glowing sacks if we really want them. Yep. You just kind of crush them like fireflies and just spread the stuff over your ears. Anyway, yeah, there does appear to be a door about 10 foot wide. I will check it for traps. For the 15. 15? No, it looks fine. Does anybody know if finding more secret doors means we're getting closer to the actual tomb? You I believe think it does. So what, it would be what it more like well hidden. We got another warning that we would die if we did this. And then we found his items for like hanging out in the boneyard. And so next, hopefully, is his. Mounds of riches. Okay. (laughs) There's a pressure plate release set off towards one side that you'd be able to locate that should open this. I suppose once you get the all clear from Citra. I'll go put a foot on it. Very well. Placing it on, you would hear a grinding sound from inside of the door again. So you're going to guess that, once again, the release from it. The air would also fill with a strange sizzling sound. After a second, there'd be a small red flash and a tiny cockroach would sit in the middle of the floor. Is that me? After a second, a second and a third, and then ah. 10, oh, then oh, 20, then okay. 30 would come popping out I as a hissing swarm run. of cockroaches ah. springs into existence looming over. The they would begin to buzz flying up into the air, ah. um, hissing sure and spitting. Are we sure go through the door and then shut it after? <laughs> Maybe trapped inside the tube? Uh, all of you may make me a... Uh, Knowledge nature, if you so wish, I as well that. as... Uh, oh, boy. oh, God, my knowledge nature is a five. Uh, oh, my initiative is not uh, My good. initiative is on point. You're though. even less certain that this one's a bug than the last one. I don't one. know what that thing is, but I'm ready to kill it. That's where I'm at with my two rolls. A one and a 19. Those are my two dice rolls. Uh, any of you can tell that this is some sort of cockroach. Horrifying. But... Oh, my Jesus. Jesus. Gonna... In this case, a swarm of cockroaches. Man, that would be great. Oh, boy. Just some sort of, like, fireball. Do you know what would be great? Meteor swarm. Yeah. Why don't we get meteor swarm? I rolled really level? bad initiative, guys. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, by slashing weapons, going, dang it. I don't have any area effect spells yet. And roll for initiative from the party, and we will pick it up here next week.